Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting with me, Verity. Now, in this very special Tech Thursday episode, I am delighted to be joined once again by Adam from Podcasting Business School. You may have already listened to the episode on Tuesday where Adam was on. We were talking about the golden 72-hour marketing window for when you have a new podcast released. If you haven't listened to that yet, I would highly recommend going back and listening to it. It has a real spin on marketing podcasts that most people are not probably haven't heard about before because most people are not talking about this. So in fact, actually, I haven't heard anyone talk about this apart from Adam. So if you haven't listened to that episode, Tuesday's episode, go back and listen to that. But in this episode, we are talking all about podcasting equipment because you know me, I do not believe that podcasting equipment needs to be overly technical or expensive or anything like that. So we are going to dive into Adam's perspective about expensive podcasting equipment. And I think that what he says is probably going to surprise you. So without further ado, let's dive in. I want to ask you about your podcasting equipment. It's a little bit of a strange one. People are probably thinking podcasting equipment, what on earth is he using? But that's exactly the point that I want to make because on the show, we are all about taking podcasting back to basics. It doesn't have to be ridiculously expensive. It doesn't have to be ridiculously complicated. Tell us, please, how much did your microphone cost? Because your podcast is really big. You have reached some amazing, amazing milestones with your podcast. How much did your microphone cost you? I've done over a thousand episodes on a $97 US dollar microphone. And that's what I'm on right now. And I don't think it sounds bad. I got a good voice. That sounds great. You know, I have a robust (laughs) man voice, but um, it's uh, yeah, $97. I I think this is something I preach on is podcasting on a budget. I know you see this too, Verity. It's like people will hesitate to launch a show or they will use up their whole budget on a 500 to $1,000 microphone. And I'm like, Get the $97 microphone and invest $500 to $1,000 on help with launching your podcast correctly. Like buy the course, get the consulting, get the, get Verity to help you out. Like that's like, that's a much better use of that $500 to $1,000. Like you don't need that big, like bulbous, like silver pro microphone to be a real podcaster. Like my microphone looks like a karaoke microphone and that's, I'm fine with that. And like that's, but, and I get it that some people like the tech, they like the equipment. It's a part of the draw. Like they love, I've got a joke. That's like, if, if you have more microphones than you have friends, you might be a podcaster. Um, like that's, and some people are like that. I'm not, I'm frugal. And you know, I recorded, uh, over 800 episodes on a 2009 MacBook air. Like that thing was a, just a battle horse. Like uh, all the keys were worn off. I typed so much on it. So I've got a $97 microphone. I've got a 15 year old MacBook air that still cranks. I just bought a new one last year. I had to retire it, but I still have the other one it still works. Um, I've got a $35 sound wall behind my laptop. I've got a ring light. I've got like pillows and, and shag carpet thrown down in my office. And I've got my kids watching iPads. So they're quiet while I 
do the show like that. that this is all I need and I'm good to go. Um, so I think you've literally most, just described my house. I have to yeah. say I mean, that's the most, exp- that's, that's the most, uh, expensive thing I had to buy was iPads to keep my kids quiet while I, while I record. Like that's the most expensive part of podcasting. I love that. It's the, just being a parent, isn't it? They get the expensive stuff. But I just, I wanted to just really highlight that because I think it is so, so key because you're right. So many people who I speak to and they're like, Ferris, you really want to start this podcast and I can't afford it. And I'm like, why can't you afford it? I don't, I I don't understand. Or people go, you know, but I need this, this microphone because this one person told me that I needed this microphone. And I'm like, why? Because I am such a believer and I know, Adam, that you preach this as well, that it is about the content at mm-hmm. the end of the day. And I think the fact that you said you've done over a thousand episodes, $97 microphone, and let's just put it out there. You have built your entire business around your podcast. And I think that that really needs to be celebrated yeah. because it's not the microphone that's got you to where podcasting business school is now it's the content that you have put out there and the content you've created with the microphone and also learning how that microphone works to get the best to get the best out of it i think that's so so important and i think that there's not enough conversation about that to be quite honest with you yeah that's why i'm such a fan of it because like you said that's a major roadblock for people even getting started Uh, i call them podcrastinators they are podcrastinating out there because they're like but everything's not perfect and I don't have the ideal name and I don't have the, the super expensive microphone and all oh, my sound is just a little bit, you know, whatever. I'm just like, I show up and I teach and I pull people into my world and I'm boots on the ground. I'm the people's champion in my niche and I will not be outworked and I am consistent. And like, those are the things that people want. So if my daughter does come running in and makes a noise in the background, I don't edit it out for some reason. It's not like unsubscribe. Like people are here for the knowledge and I, I deliver that knowledge with consistency and energy. And now just because I know there's some people that have like a meditation pod, like more performance based podcast, a true crime or a storytelling podcast that will be a little more expensive because the audio quality is at a different importance level. Like a meditation podcast, you can't have your kid yelling in the background. That's not going to work. Um, a true crime podcast, a certain audio quality is expected. Now, me, if you're like a coach, a consultant, a service provider, you're teaching tips and tactics and strategies, as long as, long as you can deliver on those, we're good. And you don't have to worry so much about the high expense, the overly edited with the sound effects and, you know, the intro and outro sound effects and songs and all this stuff. Now, if you're, if you like to nerd out on that, if that's totally your thing, go for it. But I mean, I'm sure you see this too, Verity, but like another huge danger zone in podcasting is people will spend just hours editing their content. They'll have a 30 minute episode and like, Adam, I can't release an episode a week because I spend six hours editing my 30 minute episode. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, this is not, how's that even possible? That's not the uh, lazy girl way. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I hope you and all your lazy girls are like, you know, if it's a 30 minute episode, don't spend more than 30 minutes editing it. Like a one-to-one ratio is fine or less. And I think we're good to go. Yeah. hundred percent. I will 
hold my hands up, I'm awful at editing in terms of I try and edit as little as possible because yeah. I want the rawness in my podcast. And like you said, you know, different podcasts, it suits different, different ways, but I've definitely had, you know, random noises in the background. And the way that I see it is there's a couple of podcasts, there was a few podcasts that I listened to, which are hosted by major celebrities. There's a lot of money going into these podcasts. Do you know what? If you were being really, really critical, the audio is not incredible. It's not amazing. But do you know what? I don't go to them for the audio quality. I go to them for the content and because it makes me laugh and it gives me something to listen to. So I think that's the important thing is it's really considering what is your show and what is it that your audience are getting out of it. And if you can hear it, if you can understand it, as long as there's not like, you know, a bee buzzing around permanently, because that really would make people unsubscribe. Like you said, I think you can get just get really, really over and into the process of of editing. And I, you know, I, I have to admit, I was probably like that in the beginning. And then I realized that actually nobody really cares if there's like a breath sound every so often, or I've never had a review yet. Touch wood, please, nobody sign the, you know, <laughs> review me on this. Like, Verity, we hate it when we can hear that breath sound, or oh my gosh, I heard it when you moved your mouse the other day when you were like recording or you know something like that at the end of the day people don't tend to like you like you said maybe in a true crime and you're like really trying to build up the ante and then you hear ma'am but apart from that like you said you probably your, your your podcast editing quality is probably okay and the quality is probably a lot better than you give yourself credit for i would say yeah yeah i I've got to tell this story, Barry, because I have so little opportunity to ever tell this story. And Go on. it's only like podcasts about podcasting that will get this. So John Lee Dumas, giant name in podcasting. Uh, very few people know that I mean, it's probably five, four or five years ago, he tried to launch a second podcast and it, outside of the whole Entrepreneurs on Fire. And it was a history podcast. So he was trying to capitalize on like the hardcore history, Dan Carlin type of storytelling or whatever but he tried to kind of like lazy girl method his way like he didn't like invest in like the storytelling that he could have because we all know how much money he makes so it was terrible it was so bad that i thought it was an april fool's joke when he oh, no. released it because it would be like it's him narrating and he's like and then george washington rode his horse to the bridge He's like, he's like mouth sound effects. And like, I mean, that's how bad it was. And I was like, this has to be an April Fool's joke. Cause he released it in April. So I'm like, totally a joke. This is the best joke ever. And then he kept releasing episodes. I was like, not a joke. This is just terrible. And he did like five or six episodes and just retired it. And it, it's never been heard again. But like, that's just a great example of, all right, if we're going to go to that level, then go to that level. Um, don't make horsey sounds with your mouth and try to pass it off as a, as a history, you know, storytelling podcast, but otherwise we're good to go. Just deliver the content, deliver the energy. We're good. I feel like I need to find, there will be a podcast out there where somebody does make those kind of noises, but do you know what? They probably own it in such a way that you listen to it and you're like, this is just gold. This is, and I'd love to, I'm sure there is a podcast out there. So if anybody knows about this kind of a podcast, please just let me know because I'm going to have to listen to it. I can just imagine somebody just getting really into it, like, you know, thespian kind of owning, <laughs> owning that completely. I yes. hope there's somebody out there like that because and I think that's an amazing podcast. Maybe, maybe they're listening right now and they will go out and create that show for us. I hope so. To. 
I hope so. I can imagine there actually being quite a good one. So like over in the UK, we have something called CBBS. It's like kids TV shows and what have you. I can see it being quite a good CBBS kind of there we go. little little kids thing. And there's somebody that trying to do it, you know, for a serious history podcast. But <laughs> never mind. Some ideas work. Some ideas don't. And it's always okay. Yeah, but it's always okay to abandon ideas at the same time. That was Adam from Podcasting Business School and myself chatting about how you do not need to spend the absolute earth on very expensive podcasting equipment in order to have a successful podcast. And remember, when I say successful, I'm always saying it in inverted quote marks because, you know, the success of your podcast is really whatever you define success to be, which is going to look very different for, for everybody. But if you have not yet started your podcast and you are still at the stage of trying to figure out exactly which equipment you need, then please don't feel like you have to buy the most expensive microphone going. I mean, if you want to, if you want to drop like $500, $1,000 on a microphone, absolutely. If you were in a position to do that, go ahead and do that. I'm never going to tell somebody not to buy an expensive microphone if it's something that they've really got their heart set on. But my point is, is that if you are panicked that you don't, quote unquote, have enough money to start a podcast, then rest assured that you can get some very, very good microphones for under $100 on Amazon, some of them less than $50, and they produce very good sound quality. Or even if you are a podcaster and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I've you know been in this game for however long now, a few months, a few years, I need to upgrade my microphone. You don't. Again, if you want to, go ahead. For I'm never going to stop somebody from getting a different microphone for whatever reason that you might want to change your microphone. But if you are working on a $100 microphone and you think that you need to upgrade to a $500 microphone, a $1,000 microphone, whatever it is, you don't have to. I would never encourage anybody to break the bank over their podcast unless they really want to or they have the budget for it, etc. But I honestly think, and this is what Adam and I said through this episode, is that it is your content that people are coming to your podcast for at the end of the day. There are a lot of podcasts out there, very famous podcasts as well, which in my opinion, probably don't have the best audio. You can hear things in the background. You can hear all sorts going on. You know, maybe it's not as clean as it possibly could be, but those, you know, those podcasts are still bringing in a heck of a lot of listeners and a heck of a lot of a revenue if you wanted to go down that monetization option. So as I said, an expensive microphone, expensive podcasting equipment isn't everything. It is the content at the end of the day. So as ever, hope you found this episode useful. And I would absolutely love it if you have got somebody in your life who either is a podcaster or is thinking about being a podcaster, please share this episode with them so that they can join in our fresh take about how you do not need expensive equipment to set up or run your podcast. I'd love it if you could share it with any podcaster or wannabe podcaster that you know. Otherwise, I'm Verity. This is the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. Happy podcasting and I'll see you next episode.